Welcome to the Win Daily Podcast. We are in week eight. I got my man, Javi. Javi, how are you doing, brother? Oh, I'm doing great. I'm ready to win a million dollars this uh, this weekend. What about you, Jay? Yeah, we tried it last week, man, and I entered the, the 3K Millie Maker on, on DraftKings and came up a little bit short. I was pretty much cashing all, all day, and then it just kind of went sour um, the last couple games. I missed cashing by a couple points, so that was a little painful, but, you know, it's a new week. Can't really get upset about it, and you got to get push on and, and, you know, start fresh. Um, there's a couple good games that I know you're targeting that I'm targeting, but Let's break down each game one by one, and we do have some injuries that we got to kind of factor in. We're doing this on Saturday morning, so this isn't the the last podcast or the last thing that we'll be doing. We'll be doing a live stream tomorrow morning, uh, so make sure you check that out on WindDailySports.com. But let's get into these games. You know, the first game that we'll talk about is the Arizona Cardinals versus the New Orleans Saints. We kind of got duped uh, by the Arizona coaching staff, and I always say, man, if I can get into the to the heads of these coaches. I'd win a lot more money in DFS. And last week, you know, we didn't know what was going on with David Johnson. He was in a good spot. We know Chase Edmonds has talent. And boom, Chase Edmonds gets in the game. He pretty much plays the entire game, has a monster game. Nobody plays him because nobody wants to play a backup running back. But he ended up being pretty much the starting running back. So injuries-wise, what do we know right now about David Johnson? And what do we know about Drew Brees, Javi? Yeah, so David Johnson's got a back and ankle issue. Um, as you mentioned, he was active last week, but he played just three snaps. Um, you know, he he didn't feel right after a couple of plays. Chase Edmonds came in, he took over. Um, you know, TJ's banged. He's he's banged up. I, I think even if he does play, um, which I, I last I read, he's leaning more towards not playing than playing. Um, even if he does play, I think he's gonna be limited. It, it, it could be easily be, you know, like last Sunday where he, you know, plays a few snaps and then he doesn't feel right and he's out. I think either way, you avoid David Johnson. Yeah, that's that pretty pretty simple thing for me. I'm definitely not playing David. And you know, on the same lines, we've talked about it recently. Kyler Murray is spreading out the ball to about 17 wide receivers and tight ends and running backs, so it's kind of tough, you know, to target. Larry Fitzgerald or Christian Kirk or one of these guys. So I've been kind of fading it after the first couple of weeks. Um, but, you know, with Chase Edmonds now, this is not a great matchup for the running back, for the offense of the Cardinals. I really like um, the Saints defense, you know, as a whole. Maybe not so much this week, but I can see myself playing a couple of shares. Do you like this offense versus Saints? Or are you kind of staying away here? Uh, so I like the Saints a lot, and, and the thing we have to monitor, and, and we are talking about beforehand, is Alvin Kamara. Um, he's going to be also a game-time decision. Drew Brees is going to be a game-time decision. I think I'm I'm off Brees, even if he does play. I'll, I'll put in some shares of Bridgewater. But with Kamara, if he plays, he's in a smash spot. Uh, I know he's banged up, but, uh, you know, we, we were talking about it. You know, uh, these guys that are game-time decisions are leaning towards not playing, and they end up playing, they smash. And they usually end up on the the million on the the million dollar winner. So, I like it. Yeah, I think Kamar is in a smash spot. Michael Thomas is also in a good spot here. Um, how much of this is depending on Drew Brees? Like, are you playing Michael Thomas if Brees doesn't play? Are you playing Kamara if news comes out that he's in? But they're gonna work Latavius Murray as well. You think they, you know, you mentioned to me that the Saints have a bye week next week. This mm. should be an easy matchup. They're favored to win by 10 points. They're at home. Do you really see them pushing Kamara or pushing Breeze here uh, yeah. for us to play him? Yeah, I, I don't. Um, but again, I think Drew Breeze is a warrior. He wants to be on the field. I, I don't think they'll, they'll they'll play him the whole game, I, I, I truly think. But Kamara, I think they'll limit his side. Of things more than Drew Brees, so I, I'm avoiding Kamara for the most part, even though he is in a smash spot. But if he does play, I'll throw him in the Millie Maker. Michael Thomas, I like a lot with Brees or without. Um, he's just on fire. He's one of the hottest receivers in the league, and Teddy loves him, and Drew Brees loves him. So um, he's in a smash spot against a, a weaker pass defense, a bottom bottom five pass defense. Actually, um, I do like Jared Cook. He's questionable too. He's a game time decision at tight end. So. There's just a lot of maybes with this game that worries me, but the only uh, solidified spot I have is, is going to be Michael Thomas. So I'll, I'll have a lot of shares of him. 
Yeah, I think he's he's basically a target monster on his team. He's getting, you know, with all the injuries they have, he's the safe, stable guy in this offense. He's probably going to get some heavy ownership, maybe 15 to 20% is what it's looking like now. But I think Thomas is as safe as it gets, you know, for a wide receiver, especially out of this game. Now the next game is Tampa Bay versus Tennessee. I see a lot of people talking about Ryan Tannehill in a cheap value spot. I think he makes more sense on DraftKings and FanDuel. Um, but we do like to attack the Tampa Bay Bucks defense. And um, it looks like last report I heard, did you see O.J. Howard? He's confirmed out. Is he out yet or is he playing? What do you see uh, on O.J. Howard? And how do you feel about this Bucks offense? Are we attacking Chris Godwin? I know there's some injuries with, you know, potentially here in Mike Evans. We got to look through these reports, but how do you like this game shaping up? Are you all over Tannehill for value? Do you like some parts of this Tampa Bay offense? Do you like guys like A.J. Brown or Corey Davis here? What are you thinking? Yeah, so on, on my end, um, O.J. Howard, what I've read, he's questionable with a hamstring injury. Um, you know, he, he went from a limited practice to beginning week and in practice later on. So I think that's a, a sign of things that um, he's not going to play. In my yeah, opinion. I'm pretty sure he's out. I'm pretty sure. I'll check it while you continue talking, but I'm pretty sure yeah. Howard was confirmed out. Let me just check it. Yeah, yeah. So uh, he's also the subject of trade rumors. So uh, with the trade deadline next week, um, I think they're going to hold him out either way, even if he is good to go. Um, I like Cameron Bray for value, but I'm I'm not on Tampa Bay, even in the million maker. I'm going to avoid that spot. Um, the Tennessee's a sneaky good defense. Um, Tampa actually has, um, a really good run defense for the most part, but their pass defense is just atrocious. So, uh, I'm, I am going to target Tannehill in a bunch of lineups. I'm going to have Tannehill with, uh, AJ Brown. Uh, I'll have minimal Adam Humphreys and Corey Davis. Uh, Adam Humphreys is in a, you know, revenge game because he was on Tampa last year. Uh, the other person that I really like for value is John U. Smith. Uh, it seems like he's more involved. He's he's still pretty raw player, so he doesn't play as much, and he does not really that involved. He has a lot. He had a lot of drops last week, but he's he's got a fairly nice ceiling. So at his price range at six at forty nine hundred on Fanduel, I like Johnu Smith. Uh, Tannehill, I only like for GPPs, but he's in a smash spot, like I said. So um, those are those are the main guys I'm targeting. I'm I'm not going to target Derrick Henry too much though. Yeah, just to circle back, Jared Cook is confirmed out already, you know, for uh, for the Saints. It's looking like game-time decision for um, David Johnson, which I'm leaning more towards him being out. Delaney Walker is also out in this game, so I'm assuming that's why you like um, you, you like him, you know, uh, Jonah Smith. And O.J. Howard is confirmed out um, okay. in Week 8, too, so... What do you feel about Mike Evans and Chris Godwin? Are you just staying away from both of them? Yeah, I'm staying away. Uh, I'm staying away from the Tampa side uh, for the most part. Uh, I, I know Godwin's got some good rapport with Winston, but again, the Titans' uh, pass defense is is actually one of the best in the league. Um, you know, I was I was reading up earlier on them, and they're they're sneaky. I mean, no one really likes them. I actually like them for. Um, the Titans for DFS purposes because they're they're at a, a good salary, but um, I'm avoiding the Tampa side. I, I'll I'll be targeting more of the Tennessee side than anything else with John D. Smith at salary saver, and then AJ Brown paired with Ryan Tannehill was also a good play. So that's what I'm targeting for the most part. All right, yeah, I can maybe see in like deeper deeper tournaments if you're you know you're multi entering, maybe having a a Winston to Godwin stack. But like you said, this Titans defense has better. You know, has been better than people, you know, give them credit for. The over-under is 45. It doesn't look like it to be a high-scoring game. We're going to be talking about some games that we really want to target soon. Um, one of them that I think is kind of sneaky is this Detroit Lions versus New York Giants here. I think this is a bounce-back spot for a lot of players. Um, Saquon Barkley, Evan Ingram, Kenny Galladay, and then we got the value of Ty Johnson. I haven't seen the guy play, but I know his price is cheap, and I know the Lions are, are – you know, supposed to score 28 points per Vegas. They're supposed to be up six, seven points when they win this game. So that would lead me to think that Ty Johnson is going to be running the ball in the fourth quarter. He's going to be highly owned. He's going to be coming in very cheap. One of your better value plays at running back. The New York Giants defense is a team that I like to attack with. 
I think this can be a bounce-back spot for Kenny Galladay. I don't really see Marvin Jordan scoring another four touchdowns this week. Um, so that's where I'm at. I think this is a sneaky game. First in value, it's indoors, it's on turf. You don't have to worry about weather. Uh, the Giants come off a game where they, they had a miserable game playing in bad weather uh, last week. So I think it's a great spot for Barkley. I think it's a great spot for a game stack. Who are you liking in this game? Yeah, so the Giants ranked 26th, 26th in rushing yards allowed per game. Uh, Detroit's at home. I, I like Ty Johnson a lot. He's going to be uh, mega chalk, in my opinion, just because of his salary. Uh, he's taken over the backfield. It's been confirmed. Uh, he's got. He's in a smash matchup, and that's your number one way to save salary is with Ty Johnson at running back. So he's going to be in a lot of my lineups, especially cash and you know even GPPs. You have to use him. He's you need to save salary somehow with these stud wide receiver matchups. We'll get into, but Kenny Galladay is another way to save uh, salary as well. He's only sixty seven hundred on uh, Fanduel. Um, I'll have a, a good share of um, Matt Stafford with Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones in like heavy and big GPPs. Um, Are you going to chase a, as Marvin Jones? I, I am. I, I still like the matchup for him. That's why. So um, there's no one else. Uh, TJ Hawkinson, you can save some salary. He's um, he's about 5300 on on FanDuel. Um, but Galladay and Marvin Jones, they're pretty similar in salary on FanDuel. So you know, if I if I am going to do a smaller GPP, uh, I I don't hate the fact of going Stafford with Galladay with one, and then Stafford with Jones in the other. So, um, I, I like on the other the side, side though. Javi, mm-hmm. I want to get your, your your take on the other side. How do you feel about Barkley and Ingram? They came in. I was shocked how many people had Barkley last week. I faded him. It was his first game back. The matchup wasn't that great, and he was heavily heavily owned in that three thousand dollar DraftKings tournament. He was heavily owned in cash. Um, I, I'm assuming he's still going to be 15, 20% owned because McCaffrey, we'll talk about soon, has a, a tough matchup um, versus the 49ers. So how much do you like Barkley and how much do you like Evan Ingram? Because Ingram was, again, he, he was in a smash spot last week. Um, he didn't show up because of the weather, the offense didn't move the ball. Um, do you think Barkley and Ingram are, are core plays for you? Do you like them or are you fading them? Uh, Barkley, I am fading for the most part. Uh, I'm going to have him in tournaments. He's in a smash spot against Detroit's run defense, which ranks bottom. Um, I don't like Ingram after burning me last week. I, I prefer some other tight ends, which we can dive into. Um, I, I just like the Giants for deeper GPP games. Why That's are you fading Barkley, I'm, though? Give me a reason. They're, yeah, they're facing so, a bad defense. He used to be the best running back in the league. He went mm-hmm. one or two in drafts with McCaffrey. He smashed all last year. Why would you fade him here? Yeah, so with Barkley this week, he, he's just priced too high. It's his second game back from his ankle injury. I, I like the matchups for the other running backs, which we'll dive into later. Um, I like the Seattle matchup. Uh, I don't hate the LA Rams matchup. So I, I just think over Barkley, huh? Yeah, I, I I will, and I'll talk about that. I'll, that'll be my take of, of the week, actually. So a lot of people are going to fade him. Uh, just because he's girly this year, but uh, Saquon, I, I like I, I like him. Don't get me wrong, I like his matchup. He's playing a bottom tier run defense, like I said, but he's not going to be in my my key lineups. He's just too much. Uh, okay. His salary's too much. Yeah. So I'm not going to talk. The next game on the slate is the Bengals versus the Rams. Everybody got burned by these Rams last week. Um, Goff did his thing. He was, you know, about 20% owned. He definitely outperformed Matt Ryan, which wasn't a tough task. Um, the offense moved the ball, but the rest of the offense did not have a great game. Woods, Cooks, Cup were all heavily owned. They all got around 10 points each, which is not enough to win uh, your GPPs. They're going to win this game by a lot of points. Um, how many points? Probably, I would say, 15 to 20. They're playing at home. Cincinnati can't win. Their offense can't move the ball. Their defense is terrible. They can't protect Andy Dalton. I'm not going to be playing many people, if any people. Last week, I was on Auden Tate, to be honest. I had some Tyler Boyd shares. And this little guy named Alex Erickson, who some people smarter than me decided to have in GPPs, had a monster game. And I don't know. I can't really get this offense right. Um, So I'm not going to be targeting the Bengals. The Rams defense is looking like they're getting better back to last season's form here. But talk about these Rams. Yeah, uh, I don't hate in deep GPPs going golf with, 
one or two of those receivers, but just deep t- GPPs are going to go under own this week, especially if they're burning a lot of people. So um, my favorite play for smash spot is Gurley. Um, you know, the Bengals are last in the in run defense. They allow 185 rushing yards per game. That's a ton of rushing yards. And I, I feel like they're going to pound the ball in. Um, you know, Malcolm Brown's out. They have Daryl Henderson, the rookie who looks really good, but I like Gurley. He's a, he's a good salary saver too, uh, at 7,400 on FanDuel. So, so that's my, some, that's my key play. Talk some game three. I'm going to play devil's advocate to you right now. Cause I want to pick your brain. Mm-hmm. The Rams are up 15. Rams are up 17 to start the fourth quarter. Are they pounding Gurley? Uh, at, up 17, I think they're still going to use him. I think they'll use him until about eight, nine minutes left of the game. Uh, he came back last week. He looked okay. Um, they do like this rookie Henderson, like I said, but I think they're, they'll are they use Gurley um, until it's like a 20-plus game with like eight minutes left. So uh, I think they will. He ran 18 times last week. He averaged 2.2 yards a carry. The week before, 15 at 3.4. The week before, 5 for 3.2, 14 for 3.0, 7, 16 for 3.94. I think if he doesn't get in the end zone, he's a he's a bust. Um, but Game Script says he's going to play, and he has a dream matchup. Um, it all it all depends. In football, it's, it's a funny game because they can throw three balls to the one-yard line, and Gurley can have 50-yard rushing for the game. But he can score three touchdowns, and he hits value, and he looks like a great play. So I'm not against Gurley by any means. Uh, I made a couple of mocks, and I have him in, you know, one out, of every, one out of every maybe three or four lineups just because of the same reasons you said. But I don't see a way, unless he breaks one big run early for, like, you know, like an 80-yard run, I don't see him, you know, going out there and putting up, like, a 200-yard rushing game or anything like that. I think he's no. somewhat touchdown dependent. But – you know, low ownership of Woods, Cooks, or Cup makes some sense. Um, Gerald Everett's been, you know, finding his way in the end zone and more part of this offense. That's what worries me about this offense. There's there's pretty much five mouths to feed, you know, a, a real tight end, three solid wide receivers, and a running back. So they can spread the ball around. But, you know, they're projected to score 30 points, which is one of the top points of the slate. So I will have some shares in GPPs as well. Um, the next game, which we might have to worry about weather-wise, um, I live in New York. Buffalo is around eight hours away from me, but it's looking like it's raining all throughout New York uh, going into Sunday. So if it is raining, I'm going to temper my expectations on Josh Allen and John Brown because uh, weather in Buffalo could get pretty nasty. So I want to check that in the morning. If it somehow clears up, I love the passing game versus these Eagles. I love to target the Eagles secondary as much as possible, but – if it's raining and it's nasty weather, I'm probably going to come off this game a lot. And I really don't like much from this game if that's the case because the Buffalo's defense is really strong. Um, I don't really like to target too much from the ego side of things. So this is going to be a fade spot for me unless the weather, you know, holds up. And I'll go Allen to Brown because I love attacking the Eagles. Do you have any plays here? Yeah, uh, depending on the weather, as you mentioned. So my, my only play is Josh Allen and John Brown. Uh, John Brown's 5,900 on FanDuel. He's still way too cheap as a number one receiver, and he smashed last week. So uh, he's playing against an even worse defense in Philly. Secondary is awful. Their defense as a whole is awful. They're uh, bottom five in the league, especially in the past. So I uh, that's the only game. That's the only two I like. No one else. Yeah. Are you? Do you maybe want to get a share of the Buffalo defense here or no? If it's uh, bad I weather, I do 100. percent So uh, they actually got. A little worked by uh, Fitzmagic last week. Their their defense took a, a big hit, and they salvaged their day by returning an onside kick for a touchdown. That's the only reason that they hit their value. Um, but they were susceptible to the pass. So I'm curious to see if the weather holds up, if, if Wentz does pass all over him. So that's what worries me a little bit about last week. Uh, but other than that, if the weather does stay bad, I am all in on the Bills defense for sure. Okay. I think I'm pretty much the same way. It's either Allen's or Brown if weather is good. If weather's bad, get some shares of the Buffalo defense. Now, we got the Jets versus Jaguars. I know you wrote up Garden Minshew. Um, you got him as a good play going into this week. I'm assuming you're pairing him with DJ Shark or maybe Westbrook. Um, they kind of let people down last week. Fournette's definitely in play, I feel like. And I think this might be a spot where, 
You know, you can maybe target Le'Veon Bell or uh, Jamison Crowder type coming off a game that they got just murdered by the Patriots. Um, how do you see this game setting up? Do you, you think it's a good I, – I think I know the answer, but how do you feel about Minshew and all them? Yeah, I, I like it for for more GPPs. Minshew actually the last two weeks has been mediocre. Uh, he, he did well last week, but DJ Chark's only got about 100 yards receiving in the last two weeks, so that worries me but his price also dropped because of it. So I do like it for, for GPPs to play Minshew chart combo, even Minshew and Westbrook. Uh, but the key play here is Leonard Fournette. He is, uh, his past four games, his touches have been 31, 27, 26, and 31. So they're forcing him the ball, uh, similar to Christian McCaffrey. So I, I'm all in on Fournette. It, it, the Jets run defense is not that good. So uh, that's one of the plays that I like over Barkley. He's a little over 1,000 uh, in salary, less. So you're, you're, let me ask you a question. Besides price now, let's get into this. I'm going to play devil's advocate again. Mm-hmm. You think Fournette outscores Barkley tomorrow? I do, yeah. Um, you know, he's those four games I mentioned, three of the four were on the road. Um, he, he's at home against the Jets. The Jets just got pounded by the run game against New England. Um, Dallas, even though they lost, they, they ran all over the Jets as well. So I, I do like Fournette this week. He's going to score more than Barkley. Write it down, Jay. All right. More than Barkley. I got you, man. I don't know. I'm probably going to go on the Barkley side just because he has the upside. Do you like anybody from this Jets offense? A Le'Veon Bell or a James Crowder or Robbie Anderson in a bounce-back spot or no? Yeah. And, again, I like Le'Veon Bell because of salary. He's 7000 uh, on FanDuel. Uh, the Jaguars' run defense is the weaker part of their game. Their pass defense is is okay, even with Ramsey uh, gone. So I do like Le'Veon Bell for, for salary purposes. Uh, mm-hmm. He will not score more than Barkley, most likely, though. No, so. Le'Veon Bell will not score more than Barkley. You're yeah. right on that. Um, here's a game that I think everybody's going to target. I think it's the best spot of the day. It's inside a dome. You, gotta, you don't have to worry about weather. You have two teams that are coming off losses as well. Um, you know, tough losses, beatdowns. Um, so you got the Seahawks versus the Falcons. Now, from my take on the Seahawks, play Russell Wilson, smash spot. Play Chris Carson, smash spot. Lockett, Metcalf, smash spots. Um, anybody in the Seattle offense, if you ever ask me a question, their, their water boy is in play. Everybody's in play on the Seahawks offense. Um, I'd probably correlate Wilson with Lockett as the cash, um, the cash play or maybe even go Wilson Carson and Lockett in cash because they should all do really, really well. Um, we don't know about Matt Ryan yet. At least I don't know about Matt Ryan Saturday morning, if he's going to play, if he's not going to play. If he plays, I really like Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley. Mohamed Sanu is no longer on his team. More targets for Jones, more targets for Ridley, more targets for Austin Hooper. And the Seattle secondary is weak. Um, that's where you want to target them. So I like this game as a game stack. I'm assuming you're going to say the same thing. Hit us with what you like the most, though. Yeah, so my favorite play is is actually Chris Carson. Um, I like him. I mentioned that I like some running backs better than Barkley, and Chris Carson's one of those. They're, uh, again, forcing him the ball. Uh, okay. He's, um, he's, so are you going to play just Carson without the Seattle offense? Like the- uh, No, no. I, I, I really, really like Russell Wilson this week. He's my top quarterback. He's also the most expensive quarterback. So by going, you know, Ty Johnson with, uh, less expensive running back like Carson and Russell. I mean, you have some salary to play with. Uh, not that much, actually, because, as I mentioned, Russell is the most expensive. But I do like Lockett for cash. You can go Metcalf for GPP. But I, I, I don't hate both of them. Because, again, Disley's out, so some targets have to go somewhere. And they're going to be passing the ball, especially if Matt Ryan plays, because he passes it 100 times a game. So uh, Russell Wilson with Lockett is is the key play. Again, Carson's my favorite running back of the slate. So. So let's let's talk some strategy. Um, you're a pro. I'm a pro. We do this, you know, at a high level. Um, how much is too much now? We, you know, I remember talking to you last week, and we we spoke about this Rams offense. She's like, "All right, my GPPs, I'm going golf with two wide receivers." Or and I said, eh, "I want to go golf with one." Um, how do you feel about in cash versus GPPs? How much is too much from this game from the Seattle side? Like, would you put a team with Russell, Carson, and Lockett? Or would you put a team with Russell, 
Lockett and Metcalf. What do you think the right play is for cash mm-hmm. versus GPP, and what's too much? Mm-hmm. So it's all dependent on if Matt Ryan plays. If Matt Ryan plays, this game will be closer, even though he was terrible last week. Um, I, I think they're just, they're just going to keep it close because they're at home in a dome as well, as we, as we mentioned. But if Matt Schaub plays, uh, so too much would be uh, more than two Seahawks, in my opinion, actually. So, uh, so let's assume I'm reading reports yep. here, and yep. Matty Ice hasn't missed a start in over a decade. He practiced mm-hmm. on Friday. My guess is he plays. You know, he wants to keep that streak going. Maybe it doesn't last the whole entire game, but it's an angle I think he plays. So let's assume that Matt Ryan plays. What do you think the right cash breakdown is here? Um, and also talk about Atlanta. Are you going to run, run it back? Yeah, so the, the right play here is Russell Wilson with Lockett and Carson. I think that's the cash lock. I think that's the safest play. And, and don't go anymore. Um, if since Matty Ice is playing on the reverse side, I actually like Austin Hooper the most on this side, um, just because we have to save salary somewhere. And I know he's one of the more expensive tight ends, but uh, I don't like Julio as much. Um, I, I think he's, I know Scotty's going to hate me for this, but he, I think he's due for a big game and this could be the one. But my, I, I do like Ridley at the salary saver spot because as you mentioned, Sanu's gone. So they have to throw it to someone, right? And I think Ridley's going to fill in that spot. Yeah, I think this is a key game to get right. I really do. So if I'm entering one lineup, if you made me pick right now, I'm probably going, listen, I think Ryan is super sneaky. Don't get me wrong, but the chances of him coming out, if he is hurt, um, his price is cheaper than Russell by 1,200. So I'll have some, if, if Ryan's playing, I'll have some shares in my deeper GPPs. I'll probably get scared off as my main lineup, but I won't discredit anybody for playing Matt Ryan because every game outside of his last game, especially at home, they're monster games, and nobody's going to play him this week because he's coming off this injury. But the week before in Arizona, 33. The week before that, 35 in Houston. And this is a dream matchup for him as well because you know the way to attack Seattle is through the air. They're coming in as one of the worst-ranked defenses in the league, you know, through the air. So it's it's a it's a good spot for Ryan. The tough part is going to be on this this Atlanta side, like you said, with Sunu gone. I really love Julio. I really like Ridley, and I really like Hooper. Um, I think I wouldn't mind it. Listen, when we're playing the GPPs, even even if it's my main GPP. I don't mind game stacking this game, going um, Wilson Lockett and running it back with. Julio and Hooper or Hooper and Ridley, you know, I don't think a a five-man play from this, if it plays out right and this game goes how Vegas expects it to go, uh, it's got got an over 53 saying that the the Seahawks are probably going to score four touchdowns, the Falcons score three. So if I can get 100 yards out of Julio, 100 yards out of Hooper, a touchdown each for them, two touchdowns for Carson, a touchdown for Lockett, and Wilson puts up three, I'm really happy. And I think we're in a, in a great spot to take down a GPP. So this would be our, our number one target game, the game stack, if we go that route. But we spent a lot in this game, so let's go on to the next game. you got the Chargers versus the Bears. Um, this Bears defense is not the same defense that, I, that I've seen last year. So I don't know what to do. Is it be a good spot to, to target their defense at home? They need a win. I'll probably not, you know, Vegas has it at 18 and a half points for the Chargers to score. And if Keenan Allen doesn't play, I might become a little bit more interested in the Bears defense, but they've been letting me down. So this looks like to me a fade spot on all angles. Uh, Maybe if Keenan Allen is gone, though, you can target a Hunter Henry or a Mike Williams. Um, What do you feel about this game, Avi? Yeah, um, I'm pretty much avoiding this game. The the only thing I do like is both defenses, actually. I know the Bears are a shell of them, their former selves, and the Chargers' defense is actually really bad this year. But, again, the Bears turn over the ball a lot. So, at 4,100, uh, that Chargers' defense is going to be in play. Chicago Bears at 4,500 is going to be in play because you can save some salary that route, too. So, that's the only thing I'm really targeting uh, in this game. Nobody so else. Just, uh, yeah, so just so you know, I just want to update you on this Keenan Allen injury. Coach Anthony Lynn stated that if Allen is active, he'll be limited. So do you like, when you heard that news, that he's going to be limited, 
He's probably going to be on the field um, half the time. Do you like Mike Williams or Hunter Henry or any of these guys that I don't even know who they are, Jeremy Davis or Andre Patton, one of these lower-end guys? No, um, I'm not a fan of – just this game as a whole just uh, is not my favorite. Uh, the only person for salary saver, if you want to throw it into a GPP, is David Montgomery. He's 5,700. He hasn't done anything uh, except for one week this season. But uh, the L.A. Chargers run defense is, is very, very bad. They're bottom 10 in the league. Um, so, I mean, it, it could be a smash spot for him, you know, if they take a lead and they start pounding the ball with him. That's, that's it. But, again, it's deep GPPs only for that. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So, next game, another game that, for the most part, I'm fading. Um, I think it's two good defenses. A lot of these, you know, next couple games, a lot of good defenses kind of facing off against each other with not too explosive offenses. It's the Broncos going into Indy, facing the Colts. Jacoby Brissett, man, this guy is doing work um, week in and week out. I'm shocked. Um, I guess the organization, the system, is built, you know, pretty strong here because they just went from Andrew Luck to Brissett, and they haven't really, you know, missed a beat. Um, T.Y. Hilton, I played him last week. He did well. I think everybody from this game is under-owned. I think Marlon Mack is under-owned. T.Y. Hilton's on their own. Eric Ebron has not even played. And these guys have been doing work. Uh, Ebron probably had the best catch I've seen in a long time last week. Uh, one-handed, toe-tapping catch in the end zone. Um, do you like anybody from this game? Will you get on yeah. some low-owned Colts or no? Uh, I'm, not a, I'm not a big fan of the Colts side. I, I do like Marlon Mack more than anything. He's, he's on, the, on the field. He logs snaps over 70% of the time. Um, you know, Brissett's been scoring all the touchdowns for the most part. Uh, but Mac is, I mean, they get in the one yard line and they pass the ball for some reason instead of giving it to Mac. So I think they're going to start pounding the ball with Mac. He's the only play, uh, and that's a GPP side. But my favorite play is Cortland Sutton. Emmanuel Sanders is gone. Um, they targeted him seven times a game, I think it was. So, you know, those targets have to go somewhere else. So Cortland Sutton at 6,000 on FanDuel is a bargain. Uh, Joe Flacco, I know we can't trust him, but Indy's pass defense defense is susceptible to the pass, so uh, I don't hate the play because the ball's got to go somewhere, and they're going to be passing the ball. So Corlett Sutton is my favorite play, and he's going to be both in GPPs and cash for me. Yeah, I wrote him up on my cheat sheet. I think I have him on my season-long team, and I was so happy when Sanders got traded. Sutton was already doing well to begin with in my big money Mm -hmm. league. He's like my wide receiver three. And, you know, with Sanders going, he becomes – he was already the number one in my eyes, but now he's, like, the number one and he's going to get an extra five targets. So – and the Broncos are probably going to be playing from behind. I think he's a great great cash value on FanDuel. Uh, Like, obviously, at 6,000 makes a lot of sense. So, now we got the big question. um, To play or not to play Christian McCaffrey? No matter what happens tomorrow, Christian McCaffrey probably still gets 25, 30 touches. If the 49ers are up, he will get a lot of dump-offs. If they're winning, he'll run the ball. It's a, it's a question, do you want to pay up because he's the most expensive running back um, against, if not the best defense, one of the best defenses in the league on the road, playing on the West Coast. Um, I think most people will fade him, but I also think he'll he'll find a way to get his points. So, you know, I think if I'm playing GPPs, one out of every 10, 11 lineups should still have a Christian McCaffrey share because he is Christian McCaffrey. Other than that, this game is for the most part a fade to me. I like both these defenses. Um, Carolina's an underrated defense and San Francisco is one of the best defense. Um, talk about McCaffrey. Talk about anybody else that you think might make sense here outside of the defenses. Yeah. My, uh, the only question is if you pay up for Christian McCaffrey, you know, if you don't go Saquon um, or, if you don't go Saquon, you you have to go Christian McCaffrey, in my opinion. Um, you know, I know he's he's more expensive. I like other values better, but again, Christian McCaffrey is going to be a pure GPP play. He's ninety six hundred on Fanduel. That's ridiculous. I don't think I've ever seen a running back that expensive. He takes up a lot of salary, so that's the only thing that shies me away. But again, he logs over twenty five touches a game in the passing and run game. So they're just forcing him the ball. He's my favorite running back in the league, just because they just find a way to get him in there. So uh, I'm not. That's the only thing I'm, I'm considering. Other than that, I'm just stacking up the the defenses for the most part. I like the 49ers defense. I like Carolina's defense. Um, Let me ask you a question. I'm gonna ask you the same mm-hmm. question again. Who's who scores mm-hmm. more, Barkley or McCaffrey? Uh, I think McCaffrey scores more, even though they're playing a top defense. Um, 
McCaffrey is just being forced the ball. Barkley, they're not forcing the ball. I, I think Daniel Jones needs some time with Barkley for me to trust him a little bit more. I know he's in a smash spot, but I just trust McCaffrey a lot more. And Fournette sure. outscores them both, I'm assuming, right? I, I, I believe in it. I know. Okay. Call me crazy, Jay. Call no, me crazy. crazy. But I, like it. I don't think you're crazy at all because, you know, <laughs> one's versus tough defense. One's in an offense that doesn't really move the ball too much. He's coming off an injury. Fournette's in a great spot. So we got mm-hmm. two games left here. We got the Raiders versus the Texans. I think, you know, I was – I played that $3,000 lineup, and I really wanted to play Hopkins. I really, 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 really did. But uh, for whatever reason, he did not make that final cut, and it, it was a difference of me cashing and not. Um, I think even more reason to play on this week is because Will Fuller's out. You know, I think the decision is made by – you know, the rest of your lineup, do you want Hopkins as the best play or do you want to save some money and go Kenny Stills or maybe a little bit deeper um, on that wide receiving core? I don't know what to do on the backside, you know, with the Raiders here. It looks like they're going to have some people back here. Um, Darren Waller, I wish I played him last week, another guy who, who went berserk. Um, how do you feel about this game with these guys coming back with, people being out, how you how you targeting this game? Yeah, yeah. Oakland Oakland's pass defense ranks one of the worst, so I'm targeting the passing game from Houston. Uh, I am – DeAndre Hopkins is, is probably my number one wide receiver for the week. With Will Fuller gone, I like him a lot in the smash matchup. Um, and then I, t- I told you that, uh, you know, if we, if we like the wide receiver – the more expensive wide receivers, we have to save money on running back, so that's why – you know, I like the Carson Ty Johnson matchup, and I love spending up at DeAndre Hopkins. Um, my other favorite play, you mentioned it, Kenny Stills. He's 5,700. Uh, Watson loves to throw to him, so he's my other smash play as well. So I like them both. So now <clears> on the back side of things, you know, I've been missing these Raiders. You know, I was on Josh Jacobs last week, and he got me some points. Um, I came off Waller, but it looks like Tyrell Williams is back. He's questionable as of right now. If he plays, are you lowering – your Darren Waller shares, or you're not playing Darren Waller at all. If he, if Tyrell doesn't play, are you playing Darren Waller? What do you think about Josh Jacobs? Derek Carr's had a good season. Anything on the Raiders side? Yeah, so Josh Jacobs is actually banged up. He's um, he's questionable going into uh, Sunday with a uh, shoulder injury that he got last weekend. So mm-hmm. uh, I think he's a little banged up. I, I'm not going to be as high, even though I love his price on DraftKings. So if he does play... Uh, I'll throw him in the Millie Maker because, you know, these guys go into game time decisions, uh, going to the game, and they're more likely than not to play and then play. They're going to score 50 fantasy points, right? So uh, I'll have mm-hmm. a few shares on DraftKings. I don't like his price too much on FanDuel. So um, that's that's for Josh Jacobs. And then as for Darren Waller, Derek Carr loves to throw to him, even when Tyrell's playing. So uh, I'll have less shares of him if Tyrell does play, which it looks like he is. Uh, and I'll actually have a few shares of Tyrell Williams. He's only 5900 which is $200 more than Kenny Stills. So uh, yeah, no. Houston's secondary is bad. So. Yeah, Houston's secondary is allowing 275 yards per game. And even if Tyrell plays, it looks like, you know, Derek Carr is going to target Waller. If he's drawing for, you know, and Carr's had a, a quiet but very good year, you know, from my perspective. He hasn't made a ton of mistakes. Um, he's cheap on DraftKings at 5000 man. You know, at 5,000, he's averaged 15 points or 14 points on drafting. He showed upside, you know, last week. He, you know, threw for 293. If he got in a couple extra yards, he would have been over 300. He, he would have got that bonus. You know, $5,000 on DraftKings. You know, talk about saving money to pay up. I like the spot here for him, man. If, if he throws for 300 with two or three touchdowns and you have the DeAndre Hopkins on the backside, 5K opens up a lot. Can you play Derek Carr tomorrow? Uh, I, I can, uh, but I like him more in uh, GPPs more than anything. I know uh, it's going to be a shootout. This is probably going to be the highest, besides Atlanta and Seattle, this is going to be the, the highest scoring game. This is my second favorite game stack if I was to choose one. So I I, I like it more on DK than FanDuel, but I, I don't hate it. You, you hit the nail in the coffin. He's going to save you salary, and you can game stack this both ways with going Carr and Tyrell with Hopkins or go car and Waller with Hopkins. So it's, it's a good play. It's a smash spot. My second favorite game stack. Let me ask you another somewhat tough question. 
I'm ruling out Trubitsky, Mayfield, Andy Dalton, um, Kyle Allen, um, Phillip Rivers, other 5K quarterbacks. Carr versus Tannehill, who outscores who? I have Carr um, just because of, I think, the the shootout that's going to happen between these guys. Uh, I, I don't hate it. I think Tannehill will be close. Uh, I think that game is going to be high scoring, too. It's probably going to be the third highest scoring game, in my opinion, even though Tennessee doesn't know how to score, really. <laughs> but uh, I just think this game is going to be a huge shootout. It's going to be 34-31 or even, you know, 35-30. That's how Houston's been playing all their games. All of Houston's mm-hmm. games have been high-scoring games. So I agree. Yeah. That's why I want to make sure that, you know, listen, on FanDuel, not as much because the, the price discrepancy between the top quarterback and the mid-tier or lower guy is not so high. But on DraftKings, 5K compared to a Russell Wilson – it's a big savings. You know, you can then go ahead and pair them up with a Ty Johnson now. Now you have a $3,600 savings at quarterback. If Russell Wilson gets you 25 and Derek Carr gets you 17, 18, I think we take Derek Carr there, right? Yep, 100%. Yeah. And and on FanDuel, Derek Carr, Ryan Tannehill, Gardner, Minshew, they're all the same price. So, you know, you can throw them each into GPPs, but my favorite out of those three is Derek Carr. So. Yep. He always burns me in these smash spots, so that's the only thing that, that scares me a little bit. But Houston hasn't been able to do anything, and I think Houston does score here, and I love DeAndre Hopkins. One other tough question, Hopkins, Julio, Michael Thomas. Is Hopkins number one for you? Yeah, I have Hopkins number one. Um, and then you said, who is it, Julio, and what was the other one? Michael Thomas. Uh, I mean, that's a toss-up, but I, I do like – they're, they're forcing the ball, Michael Thomas. I, I Just based off the past weeks, I'd go Hopkins, Thomas, Julio, in my opinion. Okay. So now we have the last game in the slate, the best team in football, the best organization in sports. I'm a New Yorker, and I got to give these guys respect, man. It's, it's, it's ridiculous what they do year in and year out. I heard a crazy stat before week seven that if the Patriots' offense never stepped onto the field, like didn't take a snap, their record would still be three and three. Meaning if they just play the entire game on defense, they would still win games based on how good this defense has been, which is just crazy. Um, I think their defense is in a smash spot. It's supposed to be raining on the East Coast. New England's going to be getting rain. Um, they're favored by 11 points. The Browns are terrible. Baker Mayfield is, is – I posted something on Instagram before week one saying he's mediocre. I think I have to like edit that and say he's, he's less than mediocre. He's pretty terrible. Um, everybody was so high on this Browns offense going into the season, grabbing Odell, Landry, and everybody, and a lot of Mayfield. But they're going to get smoked in this game. They're gonna, I wouldn't be surprised if they score less than 10 points. So I'm fading the Browns. I'm playing the Patriots defense. Um, on the offense, though, they got Sanu now. It's going to be bad weather. Maybe Sony Michelle, but outside of that, I'm off this offense. Um, so it's the Patriots defense and Sony Michelle, especially if it's bad weather. Any other takes here yeah i think you can save salary on the new england side uh i don't hate the julian edelman play don't hate the philip Dorsett play but again as you mentioned it's all dependent on the weather so um you know if you need to save salary i don't hate those two guys this week um we don't know where sanu's gonna fit in uh on the offense i i think he's he's gonna be great but i think he needs more than a week to to get settled in so um, that's the only plays I like. And then another good salary saver at 6,500 is Sony Michelle. Um, if it's going to be wet, if it's going to be rainy, I think they're going to pound the running game. So, um, you know, you can save some salary by going Sony Michelle as well, but it's GPP plays really and salary savers. That's about it. All right. So let's do, that's pretty much the entire slate. Let's do a quick recap here and rank our, our, our top five plays at, you know, for the most part, we're going to have a lot of ownership in, um, so let's start at quarterback. Um, the top five guys that you know I'll be looking at is probably Wilson and Watson first. They're up top for you, I'm assuming. Yep, they are definitely up top for me, um, at least from the high from the expensive side. So okay, and then once we get down, um, are we playing any Jared Goff, Matthew Stafford, Ryan? How do you want to fill out this top five? It doesn't have to be off pure points. You know, we have the, mm-hmm. the, the two top guys there, but is Stafford next in line for you? Is Goff in play for you? You know, mm-hmm. if you had to rank your top five. Yeah, Stafford, Stafford's next in line for me. Uh, I like the spot. 
I like the stacking with Galladay. Um, if it doesn't rain in Buffalo, uh, I would pick Josh Allen next, uh, and then Matt Ryan actually. So, um, it all depends on weather though. So I, I'm, I'm guessing it's going to rain. So I would go, um, and that next tier would be probably Stafford than Ryan. Okay. Um, so then for your, your top two value plays for your deep GPPs, who, who would those be? Yeah, it's going to be Derek Carr first and then Ryan Tannehill. Those are mine. Okay. I, I can agree to both of those. Um, and we kind of talked about how you have these running backs that you have. I'm assuming you're, you're going four net number one still um, as far as your combination of, you know, ceiling and floor. I kind of, my gut, which is usually right more than it's wrong, says Barkley outscores them. Um, mm-hmm. He's the top dog of the week. We got to, you know, if we're talking about raw points, we got to talk about C-Mac. And I think after that, it, it's Carson, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, for me, it's it's Fournette, Carson, Barkley, in that order. Uh, then C-Mac, just because of the, the price tag. I mean, yeah, Christian McCaffrey can score more points. He can score 25. But if Fournette scores 23, he's the better play because he's 2K cheaper. So, uh, for me, I, I like Fournette, Carson, Barkley, based on salary, too. So. Now we talk about salary. Let's talk about a couple other guys. You said you're going to have some girly shares, correct? I am. Yeah, I know you. Uh, okay. You're not the biggest fan of it, but I. Uh, I just love the matchup. I think he's going to listen. I, I think, right? I think so. it comes down to: is he going to get those short yardage touchdowns? If he gets those short yardage touchdowns, he pays off. If he doesn't, and that ends up going to Cup or Cooks or Wood, and they run it in themselves, then he's not going to really do much. When we go a little bit deeper for value, it's Ty Johnson, you know, best value of the slate, especially on DraftKings. Uh, we can agree to that. Um, Chase Edmonds, are you playing him for value? Are you playing Le'Veon Bell for value? Are you playing any Marlon Mack or Devontae Freeman for value? Yeah, I think the the main – so Ty Johnson, lock him in in all your lineups, cash and GPP. And then for the second tier – if David Johnson is confirmed out, I will go Chase Edmonds. New Orleans is a top five rush defense. So don't get me wrong. It's not a good matchup. But Chase Edmonds at 6,100 on FanDuel is a steal. Uh, you know, Kyler's going to dump it. Like dump, dump. Kamara in the making, I feel like, dude. Correct. Yeah, yeah. And he, you know, Kyler Murray's forcing the ball. They love to, to run him to the ground. So uh, just given his price tag, I like Chase, Chase Edmonds a lot. He's going to be a good salary saver, so. Yeah, so let's go over to wide receiver. I have it. Uh, I think I have it. Hopkins, Thomas Jones. That's assuming Breeze and Ryan play, um, but it's so close there between the three. I think you, if there's a way, and I'm sure there is, if there's a way to go Hopkins, Hopkins, and Julio, that's a great start to your lineup. Um, when you drop down to that next tier, I think Lockett goes next. And then if you're factoring in, you know, price and value and all that kind of stuff, I think it's Galladay for my top five. Um, how do you have that top three? How do you have that next little tier there? And are there other guys that you want to throw into the mix here? Yeah, so I you hit the nail in the coffin. Hopkins, Thomas, Julio. Uh, then in the next tier will probably will be Lockett then Galladay for me. Um, so those are the next two, and then depending on the weather, um, I like John Brown then Cortland Sutton. But uh, if the weather's bad, you can pivot to Cortland Sutton, and then right below that, Kenny Stills. Um, and then if Matt Ryan plays, you can save even more salary with Ridley. So, are you taking any of the cheap Cincy guys, the Tyler Boyd? the the you know tate or anybody in that range yeah tyler boyd's tyler boyd's burned me two weeks in a row i i can't trust him anymore uh you know one week will be odd and tate going off and then last week is alex erickson uh, who's gonna be this week i mean if he goes in order it's gonna be tyler boyd but you just can't trust him i mean their salary is so low i don't hate you doing you know if you're gonna do in a three entry max tournament you do one of each with the same lineup they're all pretty priced similarly. I, I don't hate that that uh, going that method, but you got to make sure you have your other guys in smash spots. So um, I, I can't trust them. I can't do it. 
<laughs> Another guy I wanted to mention quickly, where do you have Metcalf? So I have Metcalf uh, in Lockett, my... Because he's in a weird price. He's like 6600 so I feel like nobody plays him when you got Lockett and Galladay rather close Ooh. to that same price tag. Yeah, if, I, if I'm doing a, a full Seahawks stack, I'll, I'll do Lockett and Metcalf. Because, again, those are the only two receivers. I mean, yeah, he likes Jerron Brown in, in the end zone, but he only gets, like, one catch and one touchdown. That's it. But I like uh, double stacking with Wilson and Metcalf and Lockett. You know, and you're going to save salary that way with having Metcalf at 6,600. So uh, that's the only way I'll do it in G- deep GPPs. That's the only time I really double stack. Um, but, I mean, he's still below. I, I just like Tenny Stills better, um, just at 5,700. Um, I, I do like Philip Dursett. The weather keeps up at 5,600. There's there's a lot of plays that, that can be done here, uh, but I don't hate it going Metcalf. It's, it it the- could be a cash play too, so. And for the people out there who make 150 lineups, I just want one question answered. My last question on wide receivers. You're making 150 lineups. How much exposure will you have to the Tampa Bay wide receivers and how much exposure will you have to the Rams uh, wide receivers? I don't think you can go zero. I know you don't like them. I don't like them as much as other spots. But they'll be lower owned than the other spots because everybody likes the other spots as well. How much percentage ownership will you put on Cup? I mean Cup and Godwin and Evans and – you know, those type of players. Yeah, I'm only going to use Goff uh, and, and the Rams in, in deep GPP. So I'll throw five of 150 lineups with Goff and Cup. I'll do five of 150 with Goff and Woods, and then five of 150 with Goff and Cooks. You just don't know who he's going to throw to. Uh, I'm going to fade Gerald Everett, even though Gerald Everett's hot right now. Um, but I, I just a side note, just to go off uh, off script a little bit, if you go Julio, Hopkins, and Thomas, you can definitely make it work. I just want to throw that out there for uh, everyone, and I don't Whoever's hate it listening. for, for – <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 you can make a, a good cash lineup with those three. So I'm just saying you can tinker around, and we're more than, help, more than happy to help you on the Win Daily Slack channel. So, All right, so let's go into tight end. And, yeah, winddailysports.com is where you can pretty much find – Javi, me, David Jones, Tenacious D. Jones, and about 15 to 20 other DFS pros. Um, if you want to sign up to the gold membership, um, just go ahead and do so, and you'll be added right away to the, the private Slack channel. You'll have access to our projection models, and we don't just cover NFL. We're covering NBA, NFL, MLB, NHL, soccer, NASCAR, sports betting. We got it all covered under one ridiculously low price of $20 a month. So, you know, we don't plug our website enough, but, you know, check us out at winddailysports.com after you give us a listen here. But let's get into tight end now. You have, you know, Waller that I think is in a great spot if, you know, Tyrell doesn't play. Even if he does play, I think he's in a great spot as well. I really don't want to attack Zach Ertz versus Buffalo's defense. I really don't see myself playing George Kittle, you know, at a heavy price tag versus Carolina defense. And Luke Keekley is going to be chasing him around. Um, the guy that if I'm going to pay up for, it's either going to be Waller, Ingram, Hooper, and maybe Hunter Henry. I think, you know, that's the spots, um, I'm going to, um, how do you see tight end, you know, playing out here? Yeah, for, for me, um, I like Austin Hooper the best, even if Matt Schaub plays. So he's, he's my number one tight end. Uh, then I'd go Waller than Ingram. Um, and if you want to save salary, uh, I do like TJ Hawkinson this week at 5,300 on FanDuel. Um, then, or Jared Cook is out, so I like Josh Hill at 5,000. You know, if all else fails, um, play, scary play, the tight end that's, <laughs> play the tight end that's playing Arizona, though. So unless your name's Tyler Eifert. Tyler Eifert. So uh, Evan Ingram did get shut down by Arizona, but I don't think that was uh, really his fault. Daniel Jones missed him wide open on a few touchdowns. So Josh Hill can, can save you some salary. It's, it is a risky play, as you mentioned. And then the other one is John U. Smith at 49 versus Tampa. So there's some salary savers in there. Um, if, if I was to rank it real quick, it would be um, John U. Smith, TJ Hawkinson, Josh Hill, and the cheaper side. But again, top end, uh, I'm going Austin Hooper, Darren Waller, Evan Ingram in that order. And no Hunter Henry for you, huh? 
No, uh, I just don't like the game at all. I don't like the yeah, matchup. I agree. I, know. I, agree. Yeah. I think Henry's out here. I think it's between those top three, Ingram, Waller, Hooper. They all should be around the same. Whoever gets that touchdown will probably end the day with the best score. I think Jonu is a great play if you want to go cheap. I think Hill makes a lot of sense due to the matchup. I think Hawkinson will be the least amount owned because everybody forgot about him after that first week. And Noah Fant, if you know, if he finds a way in the end zone, he's super cheap as well. Um, defenses that we like, um, I think the Patriots, you lock them up if you have the salary every single week for the rest of the year. I think the Rams come in next as the best defense. And then from there, it's picking around and taking chances on some value. I think the Detroit Lions can make some sense. The Buffalo Bills can make some sense. The Saints can make sense. Uh, the 49ers can make sense. You know, I don't know if I'm going to pay $4,800 for the 49ers, though, when the Patriots are, are right there. Uh, Denver Broncos at 3.4 makes some sense. I think the Bucks at 3.7 makes some sense on FanDuel. Who's the, you know, outside of the Patriots and Rams, which I'm going to try to get to the Patriots and Rams if I can, who will you dumpster die for defenses? Yeah, so Patriots is number one. The lower tier, I like uh, the Bears at 4,500. I think that's a, that's a good play against the Chargers. And actually, I do like the New Orleans Saints against Arizona at 4,400. Um, yeah, I think Tyler Murray, he's... He's looking good, but he's still susceptible to turnover. So, and the Saints' defense is sneaky good, especially their run defense. So, I, I expect a few turnovers. Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't hate it. And then both, we we talked about it too, especially if the weather holds up. I love the Buffalo Bills' defense against Philly. Yep. So, yep. forty three hundred. Buffalo is so. like if you have to drop down and you can't get the Patriots or the Rams. You know, listen, if I find a way to get there, I'll get there. But I think if you drop down and you need a cheaper one. 4.3 for the Bills is probably your safest play, and you get them, you give them a big bump if the weather turns at all. Um, but at the same time, like I thought the Bears were in a smash spot last week, and weather was supposed mm. to be kind of bad, and you know somehow they got lit up, which you know didn't make sense to me. I still don't don't know how you know uh, Teddy Bridgewater and the Saints put up 34 points against them, but. It is what it is, um, but the Bears' defense, they got Cordero Patterson, who saved me last week. He did, you know, run a kickback, so that was good. But, you know, the Bears' defense is cheap. The the Bills' defense is cheap. But find a way if you can, especially in cash. Go get the Patriots in, in, in bad weather that's looking like it's about to happen and just lock them up at 5K. Um, any finishing touches, uh, Javier, anything that you want to talk about? Um, I don't want to dive into NBA or NHL right now. You know, we got you covered on the website, winddailysports.com. But who do you think is going to be on this million maker? That's the last question I have for you, and then we'll, we'll cut this off. Yeah, uh, I think uh, on the million maker side, it's going to be the chalk this week. I think it's going to be either Seattle stack or Houston stack. Um, it's just a, a matter of what running backs you choose and the tight end you choose, I think. So. I think that's going to be the play. I think if all else fails, you play against Atlanta's defense and you hope for the million dollars like it happened three weeks in a row. So <laughs> Makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I'll be attack, you know, attacking Seattle. Um, maybe some Atlanta shares too. Maybe some Texan shares. Those are the clear spots. Um, there's some good value on the slate, but there's a lot of injuries that are still going on. So make sure – you check back with us Sunday morning. We'll have a live stream on the website, winddailysports.com. Uh, we'll be doing our Sirius Satellite Radio Show, and that will be on from 10 o'clock p.m. to 1 a.m., Sirius 87, XM 210. Um, Javi is going to be joining me. We have two of our sports bettors who have been on fire. Um, Steve, I think, is up like 10, 20 units in the last week and a half. Um, John's been crushing pop props on Monkey Night Fight and other sites. He'll be on air with us. Phil will be on air with us. We have a good team going on air. Me and Matt Strike will be on from 10 to 1 a.m., so make sure you check that out. And check out WinDailySports.com. If you have any questions, hit us up on Twitter, WinDailyDFS. And, Hobby, where can they find you on Twitter? Uh, you can find me at, at uh, Javi underscore Perlezzo. So um, you can find it on WinDaily, but it's uh, J-A-V-I underscore P-R-E-L-L-E-Z-O. So. I hope they can remember that. But, yeah, find you on WinDaily. And then once you go over from WinDaily, you can check him out on Twitter and stuff like that. He'll be posting screenshots. And the dude's been crushing it. 
for the last couple of weeks, last couple of months, and uh, hopefully you earn your fifth ticket um, to the live qualifier for football, and, and maybe I'll get an invite, maybe get to party with you down in Puerto Rico. So uh, good luck this weekend. I'll talk to you later on Sirius, brother. All right, see you, Jay. Thanks.